Today we talk about fertilization during IVF. I'm Dr. Mark Amos, and this is Taco About Fertility Tuesday. Fertilization. I think we all understand it from a general sense. But I want to go a little bit deeper today. I want you to better understand what fertilization is and how it can sometimes be different than what you expect. If you've never been through IVF before, then you probably don't know that it's not black and white. And what I mean by that is, normally when you think of fertilization, you would think either it works or it doesn't work. Whereas in reality, There are more than just those two possibilities. And so today we're going to go over those so you can better understand it. To understand fertilization, you need to understand all the possibilities that can occur when you retrieve eggs. For example, the egg isn't just mature or immature, but there can also be other results such as germinal vesicles, sometimes abbreviated GV. There can also be empty zonas. And then the other possibility of mature and immature. Now, in prior podcasts, I have gone over the fact that every egg you have, you were born with. Matter of fact, around 18 to 20 weeks within your mom, you started developing the eggs. And when we talk about gametes, such as sperm and eggs, they go through a different process than the rest of our cells. The rest of our cells undergo a process called mitosis to divide, whereas gamete cells undergo a process called meiosis. Now, unlike sperm, meiosis is a continuous process in men. But in women, what happens is is that when you're in your mother's womb, the eggs go from that GV state and start the process of meiosis And they stop at the prophase stage of meiosis 1. And they sit there and wait until someday when they're called upon to then grow to the mature stage, which happens in meiosis 2. When you are taking medications to force those follicles to grow, there is an association between the size of the follicles and the estrogen levels that tells us that the eggs are likely mature. When you take the HCG shot, it causes the egg to change from meiosis 1 all the way to metaphase of meiosis 2. At this point, the chromosomes are spread across and are able to join with the sperm DNA. It is at this point of metaphase in meiosis 2 that eggs are considered mature. Why this is important is you can put sperm with eggs that are immature. You can put sperm with eggs that are GV, but they will not fertilize because they can't. Some clinics will only fertilize mature eggs when using the process called ICSI, intracytoplasmic sperm injection. Other clinics will fertilize the immature eggs and hope that they will fertilize overnight. The other thing people will do is they'll grow out the GVs 
in the immature eggs for a day to see if they mature to then fertilize later. Now, although those sound like great ideas to save every egg, keep in mind the quality of those embryos usually aren't as good when you're doing it later, but they can still be great and cause pregnancies. So when someone gives you your fertilization report, what they are giving you is how many fertilized when put with mature eggs. I have many patients who will say to me, I had 12 eggs, but only six fertilized. And then I explain to them, well, you had 12 eggs, but only seven were mature and six fertilized, which is actually very good. So it's important to understand how many fertilized and how many were mature. Then you can truly understand the fertilization report. So in summary, there are several different states that eggs can be in. The first is a germinal vesicle, which is a very, very immature egg that hasn't really undergone the full process of meiosis. The second one will be an immature egg that has started the process of meiosis and is building up, such as when your follicles are growing, but is not mature yet. The third would be an egg in the mature state, which is now able to be fertilized. And the fourth state would be an empty zona. Now, what an empty zona is, is saying when they look at the egg, the shell is there, but there's no nucleus in it. And that means either the egg was fragile and the content spilled, or there is even a rare syndrome called empty follicle syndrome, where all the eggs look like this. That is extremely rare, and that rarely happens to anyone. So now that we discussed the only eggs that can be fertilized are the ones that are mature, and that yes, you can grow out the GVs and immatures to a mature state. The next question is, what does the report mean? Because again, now you would think, well, if they're mature, they fertilize it, the immature, they don't. But in reality, there also are other points here. For example, you can have abnormal fertilization. Now, what does that mean? Abnormal fertilization is when the egg and the sperm get together, but sometimes things don't work correctly. Now, to understand this, you have to understand what we look for. When you look at an egg that is not mature, what you will see is it won't have these things called polar bodies. Polar bodies are the pieces of DNA that are pushed out of the cell when the cell is splitting unevenly, where the egg keeps most of the contents and it pushes out a little piece of a DNA cell so it can split unevenly. When there's no polar bodies, we know it's immature. When there is one polar body, we know it's mature. When you fertilize, what happens is, is that the second polar body is made and then you get union of the egg and sperm. And what you see inside the nucleus are things called pronuclear cells. The pronuclei, what they look like are these little round circles in the middle of the egg. Now, you expect to see two of them because there is both the sperm DNA and the egg DNA. And usually that shows up somewhere around 16 to 22 hours. Sometimes you can miss that window. And it doesn't mean the egg didn't fertilize, but you wouldn't know if it absolutely fertilized because you didn't see the pronuclei. Now, when you get your fertilization report, they may tell you that there are some that didn't fertilize. If they didn't fertilize, then that means the polar body will be one because it's mature, 
but there will be no pronuclei. That's an egg that did not fertilize at all. If they say they fertilized abnormal, then what that means is that there are two polar bodies, but that when they looked in the nucleus, there was either no pronuclei or there was more than two. Now, more than two pronuclei are going to be where you have what's called triploidy, where you have multiple pieces of DNA in the nucleus that can lead to problems down the line. And so those embryos are usually separated and they're not transferred. Now, zero PNs have two fates to them. Some of them are just, they didn't fertilize normal, which means, yes, the sperm and egg got together. Yes, the cell divided. But for some reason, the, the DNA didn't work together as well, and the egg just stopped. The second thing that can happen is that we might have just missed the window. And so sometimes you'll be told that you only have four embryos that fertilize normal. And then a few days later, you'll be told you have six embryos. And you think, well, great, where did they get that from? You start freaking out. Maybe they have someone else's embryo. But in reality, it's those zero PNs that we just missed the window on. And they just kept growing. So they fertilized normal the whole time. We just didn't know that because we didn't see the pronuclei during that window. So in summary, when you think of all the states for the fertilization report, you're going to get either it didn't fertilize, it did fertilize normal, it fertilized abnormal with either a zero PN or multiple PNs. And then there's a last category which is degeneration. And what I mean by that is that when you go and fertilize the egg, after it fertilizes, it can start breaking down. That could either be due to trauma at the time of ICSI. That could even just be to natural reasons. So those are going to be the the states you're going to hear from your report. The last thing I want to talk about is how do we prepare the eggs for fertilization? When you are fertilizing eggs standard-wise, where you just put the sperm on top of the eggs, we actually just put the sperm with the eggs and we don't strip the eggs down to the zona. So that means we have no idea to know which ones are mature, which ones are immature, which ones are GVs, which ones are empty zonas, because we can't see them because there's all these cells around them. And so under a microscope, you can't actually see the egg that we need to see. Whereas when you're doing ICSI, you have to strip the cells around the egg. And so then we know for sure if it's mature or immature. Now, why this is important to you is because when you get the report the next day, we can then look at the cells, figure out they're mature or immature. But on the day of the insemination, no one can tell you which ones are mature or immature if you're doing standard insemination. Only if you're doing ICSI will they know which ones are mature and immature. And how that has an impact for you is let's say you say, I want you to freeze 10 eggs and then the rest of them we're going to fertilize. Then you really need to do ICSI because otherwise they're just going to guess which eggs are mature by putting sperm on top of them. They could be potentially fertilizing eggs that aren't mature. Same thing if you're going to split eggs. You need to then know which ones are mature, which ones are immature. In the end, My goal was to make sure that people who have not been through IVF understand what to expect in that fertilization report. I wish it was just 
fertilized or not fertilized. But unfortunately, you have to look at the whole picture. Biggest question is how many eggs were mature? The second question is how many of those mature ones fertilized? Then once you find out how many fertilized, it's how many did fertilize normal? And if any fertilized abnormal, were they zero PNs or are we talking about multiple PNs? If it's zero PNs, then there's the chance that those embryos will keep growing. If they are multiple PNs, then there's a good chance you won't be able to use that embryo. I hope this was helpful to patients who are going through IVF or who are thinking about going through IVF. Or even helps people who have gone through IVF and didn't understand their fertilization report. Next week, I'm going to talk about the fate of embryos. What does it mean when the embryo stalls? Did it die? Why can't you freeze it and save it for the patient? All this next week on Talk About Fertility Tuesday.